I know a lot of you know that I have endometriosis, which is a really awful disease. It affects like one in eight women. Insidious disease, there is no cure. And that's why I ended up in hospital about a year ago having a, a mango-sized tumour removed from my ovaries that bled out. I lost a lot of blood. It was a very hairy situation. That was just the endometriosis. Mm. I also have something called polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS for short. Again, a lot of women have this. Again, no particular cure. Uh, That is another hormonal disorder. It means you get lots of cysts on your ovaries and there's so many awful side effects like hair loss, uh, weight gain, a lot of difficulties with fertility, increased anxiety, depression. I've had them all. Uh, We all know I struggled to fall pregnant with my daughter and that was due to the polycystic and the endometriosis. So I've been dealing with that in my life and I've been managing it. It hasn't really had huge effects on me, but the hospital trips. I mean, I guess that is huge effects. I Mm. I mean, I don't know. But I've been feeling really bad lately. I've been feeling so bad lately. And I was working out really hard, like four or five times the personal trainer, not losing a skerrick of weight. I started putting it on. I started struggling with terrible fatigue where I was just exhausted to the point where I could not move. I couldn't actually move and I was really scared. And then I started blacking out a lot and I thought, I think I should go see my GP. I went and saw my amazing GP. She ran all the tests and we realised that my polycystic ovarian syndrome has kind of progressed as it does for many women. And many, many women, I think 70% of women with PCOS end up moving into this pre-diabetic phase before they get type 2 diabetes and they end up insulin resistant. Now, when you're insulin resistant, it means the cells in your muscles, in your body fat and your liver start resisting or ignoring the signal that the hormone insulin is trying to send out which is trying to grab glucose out of the bloodstream and put it into our cells. And glucose, which is also blood sugar, is the body's main source of fuel. So pretty much everything in your body just completely gets out of whack. Your blood sugar's out of whack. Things aren't processing that should process. Your body just keeps creating more and more of this hormone going, well, some of it's got to work and it doesn't work. And then you end up getting kind of really sick. And that's where I found myself in this pre-diabetic phase with insulin resistance, with my polycystic, with my endometriosis. And and it's been a really tough two weeks. I found out two weeks ago and they've put me on some diabetic medication, which I'll be on for the rest of my life now. Mm. And it means a whole new world for me. It means really, really nailing down with my fitness. Even though I do so much fitness, I've really got to keep it up because mm. fitness is one of the best things you can do when you've got polycystic and insulin resistant. It means changing my diet quite dramatically, which has been really confusing and stressful. I don't know what I can eat half the time. I stand there looking at my cupboard going, this is all things that's going to make me feel worse. Mm. I've got to be on a low-carb diet, low GI, lots of things I used to eat and love, cannot eat anymore. Things I don't love, I'm finding I'm going to have to eat. (laughs) But it's really, really been tough. And I've had a really tough few years, emotionally and personally. And I think everybody's probably twigged to that. I've had some big life changes. I've battled depression. I've battled anxiety, even in the worst of it in the last few years where it's been really hard. And I know lots of people just hear my laughing voice in radio and think she's always so happy. And I love being in this studio. And when I am in here, I am at my happiest. Mm. But over the last few years, it has just all taken such a toll on me. I've gotten quite low to the point where where I was really done. Mm -hmm. By the grace of God, I'm still here. And 
I've never spoken about that because it's been very much too hard to speak about. And so it's just been one thing after another for a few years and I keep going, God, give me a break, like cut me some slack (laughs) because I just, I need something so I can keep going on and then I hear songs on the light like God's Not Done Writing Your Story or that Danny Gokey song, which speaks so much to me about you just haven't seen your breakthrough yet, that it's coming. And I do really feel that is true. I feel like I'm just still walking in the valley and I will end up on top of the mountain one day. It's a real kind of shock to the system. And talking to my doctor, she's like, now this is all considered a chronic lifelong health condition now. So the government will actually give you these free things and this, and you can go see a dietitian because it's about now managing your health for the rest of your life. And that was a real shock as well, because I still feel like this young, healthy-ish girl, and that's not really the case. And so I've got some more tests and I've got some more meetings and I've got some more specialists to speak to. But I'm going to do everything I can do to turn my life around. I'm going to do everything I can do to be the healthiest I can be for myself and for my daughter. Mm. And I think that's what happens when you get a long-term health diagnosis. It's about that positive mindset. Mm. Some days I'm not so positive, but some days I am. Mm. And that's what I'm going to really focus on. When you first get the diagnosis, no one expects you to do cartwheels and take the day and be positive about it. It takes weeks, months sometimes to come to terms with what you're facing but eventually yeah you do have to pick yourself up and go one step forward yeah two steps back it takes an extraordinary amount of strength to do what you do Luce mm. we've seen it behind the scenes and the amount of stuff that you've been going through and still turning up and still presenting on air and still engaging with people here through this wonderful radio station that is the light you're to be commended for yeah, everything thanks. that you've been able to do because the energy that is required to maintain a happy disposition during some of the toughest times. And you're not Robinson Crusoe here. There are so many people in life that are going through so many things. But to look at them and to engage with these people, you would think they were fine. Mm. But they are fighting sometimes the biggest battles of their life. Hey, Danielle. Hello. How are you all? Good. So tell us about your polycystic ovarian syndrome. So I was diagnosed in my mid to late teens and I'm 36 now. I still haven't had any children, which hopefully within the next couple of years that will change. Mm -hmm. But I have been really particular about uh, exercise and I found the same thing as one of the previous listeners. No matter how much exercise I did, I would put on weight and nobody understood what was happening and it's completely hormonal. It's a whole hormonal thing. I eat like a sparrow and I'm really particular about having like lots of veggies and a bit of meat and pretty much no carbs. And don't get me wrong, I'm a potato girl. I'm (laughs) English like you, Lou. So (laughs) potatoes are my life. I love them beyond anything. (laughs) And occasionally I'll treat myself with some potato. (laughs) And I'll do that like once, maybe twice a week, if that. And occasionally I'll have a little bit of bread with things, but I don't find that I crave them as much. But the other side of it is the mental health side. And I went through a really, really terrible bout of depression and I actually was given a set of Bible verses that sort of create a story about how God loves you and how he sees you. And I had them on my mirror and I would repeat them in the morning Mm -hmm. and in the evening and speak them out loud and claim them over my life. And the difference that that made was extraordinary. And I just want to encourage you and everybody else that you know, it is a journey and God doesn't guarantee that we're going to have perfect, easy lives, but he guarantees that he's going to be there through everything that we go through. And we go through these journeys for a reason, whether it's to encourage another person on their journey or to teach us something. He has a reason for it. So it does get easier 
and you sort of get used to the little changes and things that you have to make but he's got a plan in it and I just want to encourage everybody that's going through something because it's so important Mm. to remember that. Oh Danielle preaching the word sister absolutely loved it thank you I'm so glad we got Danielle back. Uh, Cassie in Lynbrook what was your health diagnosis and how you've been managing that? I didn't get diagnosed by my doctor originally I figured it out myself I have Hashimoto's my my mum has it as well, which means that my body is attacking my thyroid. Yeah. So I was suffering from depression and anxiety, which would happen randomly out of the blue. Yep. I had emotional instability, brain fog, real, real fatigue, and my health was going backwards. Like I was fit and healthy, but I was getting less fit and healthy, yeah. and there was no reason. And I was very lucky to come under the care of my daughter's best friend's mother, who was a Western medical herbalist, and she helped me completely change my diet. Wow. And... I got all my health back. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, it's amazing. There's lots of different ways to do that, especially natural therapies. I'm looking into that as well, Cassie. If you need the care line, 95832273. They are there to talk with you, to pray with you. As always, go get a great GP who cares about you. See some specialists. Get your friends and family around you to love on you because this is a long journey and walking through it the best way we can with our mental health intact as we're battling chronic health is really, really important. And I'd leave you with this final reminder that God's not done with any of us. God is not done writing our story.